we better stop there. We better stop there before I just kill this whole service, huh? <laughs> Isn't that fun? Y'all turning those mics off, right? I, I'm just making sure y'all aren't going to kick up in the middle here somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm so thankful for this church. I'm so thankful to be a part of a fun church, a loving church, a church full of God's spirit and power. Are you ready for Christmas? A little bit, a little bit. Is everybody on diets right now? You're, you're really being strict. See, what we do is basically from Thanksgiving to Christmas, everybody just throws it all out the window. You eat whatever you want. You just do it all. And then it's like after Christmas, it's like New Year's resolutions. Now I'm going to really buckle down. Oh, man. So we're in the Christmas season. This is my favorite season of the year, basically from Thanksgiving to Christmas, my favorite time of the year. Uh, I don't know about you, but this is, it's just nice. We usually have a little bit of change from the Florida heat, typically. Just pray that it's nice and cold on Christmas. I would love for it to be cool. It just really doesn't feel like Christmas when it's 85 degrees outside. So it would be nice to be able to do a fire on Christmas morning. Uh, I, this is uh, some of the things I like. Do anybody like going to look at Christmas lights? Anybody still do that? We still do that. We'll load up in the van. We'll go get some hot chocolate in the 85-degree heat, and we'll turn on some Christmas music, and we'll drive around town looking for Christmas lights, and it's just nice, delicious food. Uh, we we love, uh, typically when I grew up, my mom and dad did it up big. I mean, they my mom would have like five manger scenes in the yard. I'm not even exaggerating. Am I telling the truth? My sister's here today. She can tell the truth with me. Mom would have baby Jesus in the front yard, in the middle of the yard, by the front door, in the backyard. We never put him up on the chimney, but he was everywhere. We had like we had Christmas lights I'm talking about. We would spend days. I, I thought I was being punished. I'd spend days putting up Christmas lights. But it is fun. It's nice to look at the reindeer and the snowmen and all of the neat little festive Christmas trees and all that good stuff. And uh, I, Has anybody watched the Charlie Brown, that old Christmas? As you see, I have a representation here today of Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. And... Uh, that, that's a, a fun thing. Charlie Brown fought commercialization to keep the true meaning of Christmas alive. So I love Brother Charlie. And uh, Brother Linus, he had some words that went down in infamy, and that will kind of give us the direction that we're about to head into this morning. This is what Linus said when they took that broke-down stick, branch, whatever it was. Uh, that's all they had. And so Brother Linus, this is what Brother Linus uh, said. He said, I never thought it was such a bad little tree. It's not bad at all, really. Maybe it just needs a little love. It's really not that bad. It just needs a little love. And we as Christians are described as trees. In Psalm chapter 1, verse 3, giving reference to a blessed and holy man. This is what it says. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. There's other examples. Jeremiah 17 references trees planted by waters as well and spreading out of roots. And it's beautiful and it's possible 
But this morning, I want to talk more to those that feel like your life looks more like Charlie Brown's tree. You're not quite prospering, uh, not quite planted, more like uprooted. I know it's been one of those years. And this has been, some, for some of us, a difficult season. We would love to be bright and shiny, the perfect tree with the glistening lights and all of the decorations and the perfect star. But for us, we might not quite be the epitome of that tree mentioned in Psalm chapter 1. But for us, more of it's been like we've been chopped down. We've been blown over. The storms have just completely drenched us, saturate us. And we just feel like not much of a tree at all. And I'm about to lead us in prayer. And I want to preach to us for a few minutes here today. I want to preach. And, and I just want to share with you some hope. I want to preach some recovery and restoration for those that might not quite be that perfect tree today. Would you mind just lifting a hand and engaging your mind right now and, and opening your heart and spirit to what the Lord might want to do and say to you today. God, we ask that you would touch us. Lord, we need a little bit of healing today. We need a little bit of, of your time here today, Lord. We need a touch of the Master's hand. We ask you, Jesus, to help us, to touch us, to direct us. In the name of Jesus, Help us here this morning. And I just feel such a sweet touch of God's presence here today. Just go ahead and open up your heart to Him. Whatever He wants to do, He's wanting to help you here this morning. God, may we experience the true meaning and power of Christmas here this morning, right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So this message today is for the one that has been knocked over and whose tree is not planted. And I'll echo the words of Linus. You're not really that bad of a little tree. You just need a little love. You just need a little time under the master's care. And so I want to preach to you this morning, and I'll give you the title somewhere in the middle. But there's a powerful quote that says, when a big tree falls, the ground shakes. When a big tree falls, the ground shakes. And we have all experienced this in our lives when someone we love and respect falls. They make mistakes, they stumble, they sin, they fall short of the glory of God. And oftentimes when a big tree falls, it hurts other smaller trees on its way down. Let me just pause real quick before we talk about some recovery and just give a word of warning. We need to be careful which way we're leaning. We need to be careful which way we are leaning in life. If you are leaning towards, towards the things of this world, you need to straighten up today. If you're leaning towards, towards worldly things today, you need to be warned here today. There's going to come a day when the storms are going to blow, the wind is going to blow, and if you're not careful, you are going to fall in the direction that you are leaning. 
You can recover one day, but it would be much better if you just stay right with God and don't lean towards worldly things. There's people that are relying on us. There's people relying on you. Don't lean towards the world. Stay straight. Stay right with God. Be planted. Stay rooted. Grow up in God. Be that blessed tree that is described in Psalm chapter 1. There's people that are relying on us. And as you look through Scripture, an example of trees being cut down, removed, plucked up, it's often given to describe people that are fallen or that are backslidden in Scripture. This is an example. John the Baptist paralleled the unrepentant people as a tree that was hewed down and cast into a fire. It's a graphic picture of a beautiful, majestic tree being viciously uprooted and thrown into the fire. There are all kinds of things that will come against us in life all kinds of storms that we will face. Let me tell you, if you live very long in this world, in this life, I'm just telling you, I know uh, you're thinking 2021, I can't wait, 2020 is going to be over, hallelujah. We're going to go through difficult stuff. The winds of this world are going to blow. There's going to be things that happen. We have got to learn to be planted because things are going to try to chop you down. In Daniel chapter 4, you read of the pride and arrogance of King Nebuchadnezzar. Everyone say Nebuchadnezzar. Some of you uh, new mothers or expectant mothers, there you go right there. There's your next baby's name. Nebuchadnezzar, little Nebi. <laughs> and as you look in Daniel chapter 4, it starts showing the arrogance of Nebuchadnezzar. The pride of Nebuchadnezzar. I'm awesome. Look what I have built. Look what I am accomplishing. Look what I am doing. I am building a name for myself. Pride comes in. And so the Lord has to humble him. Daniel chapter 4 verse 30. Look what Nebuchadnezzar said. He says, is not this the great Babylon that I have built? For the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty. Look at me. I'm awesome. I'm great. Oh, I lift my name on high. Oh, I love to sing my praises. I'm so glad I'm in my life. <laughs> I exalt me. I exalt me. That's what a lot of people are singing these days. That's what a lot of people are singing these days. Self-exaltation. Self-reliance. I can do this. I can do anything. I'll do what I want. I'll make my own way. And that's a good way to get chopped down. That's a good way to be brought low. And Nebuchadnezzar, because of the pride and haughtiness of his spirit, loses his mind. Yeah, he lost his kingdom, he lost his throne, he lost his power, but more importantly, he lost his mind. 
And there he now is expelled from the palace to live in fields. And the Bible says that he is eating the grass like a wild animal. And his nails have grown long to look like talons. And his hair is all matted. And he's foaming at the mouth. And he's lost everything he thought he had built. That's what can happen when we start getting prideful. And that's what can happen when I start relying on myself. And that's what can happen whenever I stop giving honor to God. And this is what was given as a vision or as a dream describing Nebuchadnezzar. In Daniel chapter 4, verse 11, it was said, The tree grew. Nebuchadnezzar had grown and was strong, and the height thereof reached unto heaven, and the sight to the end of all the earth, the leaves thereof were fair, and the fruit uh, thereof much, and it, in it was meat for all. Describing Nebuchadnezzar, what a beautiful tree, what a great tree, what a prosperous tree, great leaves, fruitful, oh, it's so awesome, and we can be that way. And I don't know about you, but I've had seasons where I have been fruitful. And I knew I was anointed. And I was walking in the favor of God. But because of his arrogance, now this vision about this tree begins to unfold. And it says in verse 14, he cried aloud, Hew down the tree. Cut down the tree. The beautiful tree. The fruitful tree, the great tree, cut it down. Timber! Whoosh. And the tree is gone. Wow, I thought I was going to do something great. And it says this, and cut off his branches and shake off the leaves. Just beat it and scatter his fruit let the beasts get away from under it. Just completely desecrate and ruin what was once there. And I believe the Lord has sent me to talk to some folks today that are feeling that way, that maybe something happened to you or maybe we happened to ourselves. And we started getting too comfortable with the world and we started leaning into the direction of the world and we started getting a little more carnal and, and it wasn't too long until suddenly, timber! Oh, how the mighty has fallen. Oh, how the anointed has fallen. Oh, it's a scary place. It's a sad place when suddenly what once was great has now been brought low. I have lived long enough to see those that were anointed men and women of God that got too comfortable leaning into the world, and it wasn't too long until timber and the fruit was gone and the tree was gone and the ministry was gone and the church was scattered i'm telling the truth some of you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> walking in anointing walking in the favor of god walking in the will of god but suddenly arrogance pride storms come start leaning into the world and timber comes crashing down and perhaps this Christmas you aren't too excited about what this year has brought and maybe this Christmas you aren't too happy about where you are at 
in life. You stumble. You sin. The wind blew and you buckled. Call it whatever you want. Describe it however you want. You know you once were blessed, but now you're not. You once were being fruitful. You were growing, but now you have been chopped down. I'm here today in the Holy Ghost. This is the most fitting message I could preach during the Christmas season. I'm talking to those that have been chopped down or blown over. You're not that tree planted by the river right now and you're sad and you're lonely and you're depressed and you're confused and if you could just be real enough and not try to put on a show, I'm telling you today, if you'll just be vulnerable here for a couple minutes, the Lord will minister to you the Lord could help you. The Lord will restore you. Don't act like you got it all together. Don't act like Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Humble yourself. Get real with God. I'm talking to people right now that you're just like, forget it. Who cares? Life's over. It's too hard. I've made too many mistakes. I'm just going to give up. Going to church is too hard. Serving God is too much. Uh, being, being faithful to work and to my family, that, it's not worth it. Don't give up. Don't give up. Little tree, don't give up. Blown over tree, don't give up. Uh, because it, just like with Nebuchadnezzar, his story wasn't finished, neither are we. If you're still breathing air here today, God is not finished with you. If you're still here today, God has not forgotten about you. Just because you failed, you need to own it. Don't try to put it off on anyone else just because you failed. Don't blame it on mama and daddy and auntie and uncle or pastor or preacher or televangelist. No, just because you might have failed, if you'll own it, if you'll humble yourselves, if we will just surrender our will to God, he will renew us once again. There's a song that talks about old Christmas tree. It'd be more appropriate for us to say old Christmas stump. Because some of us, that's what we are. That's all that's been left of us. Just a dried up stump. There's not much to look at. Not a lot of favor. Not a lot of fruit. Not a lot of blessing. But I've got a word of hope here for you this morning. Because just, just like Nebuchadnezzar, you might have been chopped down. You still have a future. We still have a future because I left a verse out when I was reading just a moment ago. Because in verse 15 of the same chapter, after it says, cut down the arrogant tree, cut down that pride man, shake away all of the fruit, get away the branches, just, just take away everything that he had. But in verse 15, four words of hope are given. It doesn't seem like great hopeful words at first, but look at it in verse 15. Nevertheless, leave the stump. My word, I got so excited when I was reading that right there. That might not seem much to you. It might not seem that exciting to you. But the word of the Lord said, yeah, he's being punished. Yeah, he's made all kinds of mistakes. Yeah, he's been living in sin and he's prideful and he's arrogant. He's not going to be fruitful right now. And maybe that's where you're at. Maybe you are dealing with the fallout of sin. Maybe you are dealing with the blowback of some bad decisions. But the word of the Lord came right in the middle of this prophetic 
utterance. He said, yeah, he's going to be cut down. Yeah, there's not going to be any fruit. Yeah, there's not going to be any branches. But the word of the Lord said, nevertheless, leave the stump. Leave the stump. And Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, he lived like a wild man. He crawled through the fields and ate like an animal. Yeah, the branches were stripped away. Yeah, the fruit was removed. But the word of the Lord said, leave the stump. And God kept his promise. There came a day when Nebuchadnezzar came to himself. He repented before the Lord. And that old stump of a man was restored. And Nebuchadnezzar was put back on the throne. The stump began to grow again. The stump started to sprint, uh, sprout a little bud one day. And suddenly it cast forth another branch. And the day finally came where some fruit started to come back I've come to preach to you today there's still a stump your life might not be everything that you want you might not be happy with the fruitfulness that you're at but I'm here to tell you there's still a stump there's you need to help me preach this message right now you need to get happy for a moment there's still a stump you might not be fruitful. You might not be accomplishing everything you want to accomplish. But there's still a stump. There's still a stump. Somebody might have chopped you down. Somebody might have just knocked the legs right out from under you. But there's still a stump. There, there's still a stump. You're still here. You're still here. Maybe there's not fruit in your basket, but there's still a stump. Maybe there's not fruit in the ministry, but there's still a stump. You ought to lift a hand right now. Start lifting your voice to the Lord. Come on, I'm preaching to the Christmas stumps today. You've had a rough year. Maybe it's been a rough life. Those that have been hurt. You've been harmed by others. You made poor mistakes for yourself. Your fruit is gone. Your trunk is gone. But there's still a stump. <laughs> oh, it happened just as it was dreamt. Yeah, Nebuchadnezzar was cut down. Yeah, he lost his fruit. Yeah, he lost the trunk. But there was still a stump. And finally, when he turned his eyes towards the Lord, that stump was renewed and he started to grow once again yes nebuchadnezzar fell yes he paid for his sins but yes he was restored the old stump grew once again and he sat on the throne yet again how could it be? Because the Lord keeps his promises. There's still a stump. Job 14 verse 7 says, For there is hope for a tree. There is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, that it will sprout again and that its tender shoots will not cease though its roots may grow old in the earth and its stump die in the ground yet at the scent of water it will bud and it will spring forth 
yet again. Well, I'm dead. Well, I'm hopeless. Well, I made some mistakes. Yeah, you might be a rotten old stump, but the stump's still there. And the Bible says at the sense of water, it can sprout once again. There's living water in the house today. The Holy Ghost is here today. You don't need to just curl up and die. Yeah, you might be you might be full of mistakes. You might be going through some junk right now, but there's still a stump. So there is hope for your tree. There is hope for your future. There is hope for your family. There is hope for your ministry. There is hope for this church. Come on, you need to lift your voice right now. You need to get excited right now. Will not me, not yes you, yes you, yes you, yes you. There's still a stump. The fruit might be rotten. There might not be any progress here lately, but there's still a stump. So there's still a future. Look at somebody standing or sitting next to you and say, there's still a stump. Look at him and say, it might be bad, but there's still a stump. Look at him and say, I don't know what's going on, but there's still a stump. That's pitiful. You're going to help me say that right now. I don't know what's going on, but there's still a stump. Your life might be rotten, but there's still a stump. There's still a stump. It's not over. It's not over. You're not finished. Your story is not finished. There's not a better. Somebody needs to proclaim Psalm 118 verse 17 right now. It says this. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me, but he hath not given me over unto death. I might have been chopped down, but there's still a stump. I might have been blown over, but there's still a stump. I might be going through all kinds of chaos, but I will live. I'm going to live. I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Come on, get, get with somebody right now and pray with them. I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. Begin to pray that over them. You're going to make it. We're going to make it. You shall not die. You shall live. Your family is not going to divorce court. Your family is going to be restored. There is the scent of water. There's still a stump. There's still a stump. There's still a stump. There's still a stump. Oh, maybe your Christmas tree was chopped down, but there's still a stump. You're going to grow again. Get back in the presence of God. Put away the pride. Run to an altar. There's still a stump. There's hope for a tree. There's hope for a tree. If it's cut down, it will sprout again. Though the roots are gold, though the stump is dead in the ground, at the scent of water, it's going to bud again. There's still a stump. You still have a future.
Come on, get your hope up right now. Get your faith up right now. Stop making excuses. Stop throwing a pity party. Don't don't be happy being rotten. Start sniffing because in the spirit, there's some water here. I know others are telling the story of Santa Claus at Christmas. But let me tell you the story of the old Christmas stump. Because that's what Christmas is all about. (laughs) The old stump of Jesse, the Bible talks about. Jesse is the father of King David. King David is the king of Israel. He is the man through which Jesus Christ would one day come. King David, King Solomon, they are the glorious leaders of Israel. But they, they at one point, even though they're wise and wealthy, now they begin to fall. They, their sons begin to sin, and now there's wickedness found, and there's immorality and corruption, and the tree falls. The great tree of King David has been cut down and Israel is divided into two nations. I hope someone's hearing me right now. I hope you're not eating Christmas cookies already. I got a word for you. (laughs) David, great man of God, mighty tree of God, timber chopped down because of Solomon. Their sons begin to sin. Wickedness, perversion, rebellion rotted the branches and what was once a great tree is now a rotten stump and you read in Matthew chapter 1 about the genealogy of Jesus and in verses 17 and 18 it records that there are 28 generations between David and Jesus for hundreds and hundreds of years the glorious tree had been chopped down and there was nothing left but an old stump because Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 prophetically and powerfully records the birth of Jesus. It prophesies, and I'm going to say it in the New Living Translation, it says this, out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit will come from the old root. That should get you excited right there. The story of Christmas is the story of new life coming from an old stump. For 28 generations, there's a chopped down tree. Jesse, David, Solomon, everything has fallen apart. And all that's left is a rotten old stump. 28 generations of no fruit. 28 generations of no hope. Maybe for you it's been 28 months or 28 years of no hope and no direction. But the day finally came when the Lord said there's going to be fresh fruit that's going to come from an old stump. The story of Christmas, the birth of Jesus is the story that new life can come from an old stump if he can do it through King David's family you better believe he can do it through your family yes he can yes he can he did it in my family he'll do it in your family out of the stump of Jesse here comes Jesus Galatians 4 records when the fullness of time was come Jesus came forth it's not too late for you you are not past dead you are not past hope there is hope for you Jesus 
Stand to your feet. Begin to lift your voice right now. Begin to pray. You can recover. You can be restored. You can make it. God can do a new work. God can do something fresh in your life. Uh, Revelation 21.5, he said, Behold, I make all things new. Isaiah 43.19, he said, Behold, I will do a new thing, and it shall spring forth. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11, he said, he said this right here, I will do, I make beautiful things in my time. And today, in this Christmas season, before we go eat the Christmas cookies and open our little presents, filled with depression and sadness. Let me tell you about the old stump. Full of failure, been chopped down by enemies. But the day came when the old stump, suddenly Jesus came forth out of an old stump and our lives were changed because of it. Our souls can be saved because of it. It doesn't matter the addiction. It doesn't matter what you've messed up in your family. <sighs> oh, Christmas stump. Oh, Christmas stump. You can have branches again. Oh, Christmas stump. Oh, Christmas stump. You haven't made too many mistakes. Oh, Christmas stump. He can, he can sprout something new in your life. He can help you. He can save you. He can deliver you. But you've got to want it. We're about to pray. Come play softly on the piano for a second. You've got to recognize that God can do something in your life. And you've got to want to let Him do something in your life. Nathaniel, it's recorded that when Jesus came to him, or came to pick disciples, suddenly, what did Nathaniel say? He said, can any good thing come from Nazareth? Which the word Nazareth is talking about shoots or sprouting forth. Can anything sprout out of Nazareth? Nothing good can happen in my life. Nathaniel sitting there, can anything good come out of my life? Can anything good happen to me? Can anything happen for me anymore? Our perspective has to change. Between Sunday school and everybody here, there's over 100 people here today. But it's up to each and every one of us whether or not we leave here as a rotten old stump or as a fresh little sprout full of hope and future you gotta want it you gotta recognize it you gotta receive it can anything good happen to me Nazareth Nathaniel no matter what you think yes Something good can happen through your life. Oh, yes. 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 You can make it. Amen. <laughs> Jesus. There is hope for a tree at the scent of water. It can grow again. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
got to decide. Are you happy with the stump? Or are you ready for some fruit? It's just a stupid stump of a life. This is all I've got. This is all I ever get. We take it everywhere we go. Well, I would, but I have a stump of a life. Well, well, I I would get a job, but I can't. And uh, yeah, yeah. this is why I, you know, I act the way I act. This is, it's like a, it's the stump card. Never allowing God to work in our lives. Well, well, I I could do that too, but I just have this. It's the beauty of the Christmas story. He didn't come from perfection. He didn't come from wealth. He came from a stump. And if you'll let him, he'll do something with your stump of a life as well. I invite you right now. I know we have a smaller altar in this new building right now, but everybody ought to take some kind of step of faith. If you want God, if you want some fresh water in your life, if you want something to begin to take root and some fruit to come, you ought to begin to pray right now. Take a step of faith. Well, this is how my daddy was, and this is how mama is, and this is what my old church did, and this is what that minister said about me, and it could go on and on and on. Why don't we push some of these seats back right now? Make some room in the altar. This whole room and altar right now. There's still a stump. It's all about perspective. Stop saying, well, I got as a stump. Thank God there's still a stump. Thank God you still have hope. Thank God there's still a stump. Thank God you still have hope. There's water here today. You're not that bad of a tree at all. You just need a little love. You're not that bad of a person at all. You just need to open yourself up to the love of Jesus. Come on. There you go. There's still a stump. That's it. Get excited. There's still a stump. Get happy. There's still a stump. Come on, Nebuchadnezzar. Go ahead. That's it. Come on, little stump. There's water here today. It's the beauty of the Christmas story. He didn't come from wealth. He wasn't born in a palace. He was born in a manger. He came from the old stump of Jesse. I'm telling you, something good can come from the stump of your life. Maybe your tree was cut down. Maybe you've been blown over, but there's still a stump. So there's still hope. You can stay a stump if you want to. You can be rotten in the ground if you want to. You can be a stump the rest of your life if you want to. But there's water here. There's fruit here. There's water here. There's salvation here. 
I'm pushing you right now. I ain't here to play games. You can tell your old stories and complain about the stump of a life if you want to, or you can say, thank God there's still a stump. Work on me, Lord. Breathe on me, Lord. You're not getting pity from me this morning. You're not getting pity from me today. There's still a stump. You can get somebody else to pinch you about the stump and you can whine and complain and be satisfied if you want to. But there's some trees here. There's some people here. You could grow. You could sprout. You can bud forth. There's hope for your tree. Oh, what do you want? Do you want pity or do you want water? Do you want pity or do you want the Holy Ghost? Well, you don't understand how hard it is. I know, but there's still a stump. The fact that you're here is a testimony of God's grace. The fact that we're here is a testimony of God's love. There's hope for a tree. There's hope for a tree. Come on, old roots. That's it. Pray together. Pray with that loved one. Stop saying there's no hope. Stop saying you're all right. Stop blaming other people. There's water here. There's salvation here. Jesus, our salvation came from a stump. You can be bitter, you can be angry if you want to, but there's water here. There's hope here. is a stump come on there can be fresh life again 
There can be life again. There can be hope again. There shall come out of the stump of Jesse, Jesus Christ. There shall come out of the old rotten stump of David, a fresh bud, a new bloom, fresh life. Come on, out of your business, out of your family, out of your marriage. Come on, there's great ministry here right now. You ought to pray together. That's it. Let those tears go. Oh, Christmas stop. I see a bud. Oh, Christmas stop. There's going to be a performance. We're about to pray one more time. 
I'd like your attention. No need for music. We're about to pray together. I see so many of you already ministering together. Don't make anyone uncomfortable, but we're going to pray for each other. I understand there are some principles in the Word of God. For instance, one of those are what we would call sowing and reaping. You reap what you sow. You reap in accordance to how much you sow. You reap according in, in seasons when you sow. But let me tell you, there's just something about our God that He can change the times and seasons if He wants to. You reap what you sow. It's true. But there reaches a point when God will just do whatever He wants to do. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 26, verse 12, and I'm claiming this for some old stumps here today. You can either say, not me, or let it be. You decide, not me, I'm cool, or let it be for me. Let it be for me. Because the Bible says in verse 12 that Isaac sowed in that land. He just worked the land the way you're supposed to. But in verse 12 it says, And received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. I'm talking to some stumps here right now. If your heart is right and you'll just do what the Lord and his word says to and you'll listen to some wise counsel, hear me stump. I'm making sure I got some attention right now. If you'll do what you're, what's asked of you, if you'll do what the word of God tells you to do, God can just change the seasons. And the Bible says he commanded a hundredfold blessing to be. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm looking for the one, one person that wants this. You'd be satisfied with the same old, same old if you want to. But you want a hundredfold blessing? I want it, I want it, I want it. There needs to be an Isaac that will just go and do what God tells him to do. And in that same year, he received a hundredfold blessing from the Lord. He went from a stump to a fruitful tree in one year. In one year. I claim that in the name of Jesus. I want you to reach over and pray with someone right now. Hundredfold blessings. Hundredfold blessings. Hundredfold blessings. Hundredfold blessings. You can go from a stump to a blessed tree in the same year. You can go from a rotten stump to a fruitful tree in the same year. Come on, go ahead. Go ahead. Surrender to God. Serve the Lord. Do what you're called to do. You can go from a stump to a blessed tree in the same year. It doesn't have to take a lifetime. It doesn't have to take a decade. You can recover in the same year. You can be blessed in the same year. 
You can go from a rotten stump to a fruitful tree in the same year. God can change the times. He can change the seasons. Hundredfold blessings in the name of Jesus. Hundredfold blessings in the name of Jesus. Hundredfold blessings in the name of Jesus. Come on, go ahead. Come on, stop. There's going to be a turnaround. Jesus is showing up. Jesus is here. Hundredfold blessings in the name of Jesus. Be fruitful. Multiply. Be increased. In your family, in your marriage, on your job, in this church. Hundredfold blessings in the name of Jesus. Come on, you can be blessed. You can be blessed. God can turn it around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, not in this family. Not in, no, not in this city. Yeah, this city, this family. The same year. Jesus' name. Is there anybody here? Now we're going to go do something real crazy. We're going to do something real crazy. If, if you want, some kind, if you need some kind of just dramatic blessing, you, you need God to move, whether it's in business or family or finances or uh, or ministry, whatever. If you if you want special prayer, we're going to take a second now. I want us to pray right here. If you want to, if you want special prayer, nobody has to move if you don't want to. But if you want, if you want to be fruitful, if you need God to move in something, you've got something that's just been locked down. Come on, get over the pride, Nebuchadnezzar. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Atalala mashatarasi. Jesus, 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 God speak to us right now, God direct us right now, God right now in this moment provide the direction that's needed, the word that's needed, oh God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He Satalalala Kataya Nara 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 Nara
in Jesus' name. I want you just to start praying, Lord, I'm open to you. I'm open to you. I'm open to you, Lord. I'm open to you. I'm open to you, Lord. Whatever you ask of me, whatever you ask of us, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Here's what we're about to do. Here's what we're about to do. There is a, uh, there's an old expression, and uh, an older uh, Haitian saint has shared this quote with me. might not make sense to you, but it, it's powerful to me. She said, old fish, uh, she said, fish die by their own mouth. Fish die by their own mouth, meaning fish die by their own mouth. And some of us, we have been cursing the own, our own soil of our own life. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And some of us, we don't even recognize it, but we've gotten to be very negative. It's like, it's like opposite faith. <laughs> Everything we speak is doobie down. Everything we, we do is against what we're trying to get grow in our life. We don't even, it's just like poison being spewed from our own mouths. Now, I'm not just talking about like uh, some infomercial about the positive speaking stuff, but I'm talking about biblically speaking. The Bible does tell us that our tongues are powerful. It says what a great matter this little thing can kindle. A great fire can burst out from just a little spark of this, this tongue and that it talks about how a, a rudder can, this small little rudder can change the course of a big boat that's what our tongues can do. And Nathaniel was so negative. How can anything good come out of Nazareth? It's just awful and dumb and stupid, and I just can't, don't like it. We don't know. Not. And if we're not careful, that's how we are about everything, about our marriages, about, about our jobs, about our finances. Okay? And so what we're about to do is we are about to pray now, don't just, don't like grab your neighbor's tongue and wiggle it around or anything. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> we ain't doing nothing that weird. But we are. I want you right now, we are going to pray over our own mouths. For some of us, it might be actually putting away cussing. Just to be straight up, that we just let, because the Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. And so some of us, you know, we are wanting, we are, we're saying, you know, you know, I wish this this stupid tree would grow. We'll clean it up later. But that's what we're doing. We're just like, stupid tree. I, I want fruit from this. How come? And we're killing it. I believe in God. Nothing good ever happens for me. I always struggle. And you're always going to struggle like that. We are going to pray right now in the name of Jesus. And I'm asking you, listen, you, you, 
You don't need, if you've already got the Holy Ghost, you got what you need. You got what you need. And we are going to pray that out of these gates right here, these gates, that we are going to release the glory and the blessings of God. That, that for the rest of this year, that ain't very long, that ain't very long, that we are going to put away all of the negative, doubtful, cursing, just cursing the, the fruit of our life. And, you know, well, my marriage stinks. Yeah, that's, that's how you treat it. That's what you think about it. We're going to pray right now. And don't, don't be praying, I sure hope sister so-and-so is listening to this. Sure hope brother so-and-so. No, I ain't talk, I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to me. Okay? You worry about you, I'll worry about me. All right? It's amazing. A lot of times we can't, you know, we don't see our own, you know, we just see, we, we see the, the you know, we're trying, to, we're trying to pull specks out of other people's eyes, and we got the telephone beams in our own. We're going to pray. I'm taking some time right here. There's still a stump, and you're more blessed than you're acting like you are. You're healthier than you're acting like you are. Hey! You're not as poor and pitiful as you're acting like you are. We are not cursed. We are blessed. I want you to lift your hands right now in the name of Jesus and with your own mouth and with your own words. I want you to speak blessings over your own life. God, I speak life over you in the name of Jesus. Come on, speak it over your own finances. Lord, I see that money right now tied up in that account. We don't know how to get it out, but right now we are saying money come out in Jesus' name. We don't know how to work it out, Lord, but we see the the $25,000. Lord, we've been struggling with this all year. You see the accounts that we need. You see the finances that we need. God, right now we are blessed. We are fruitful. You've been good to us, Lord. You always come through for us, God. You always take care of us, God. I pray promotion right now. I pray increase right now. I pray over our building project. Lord, we're going to get better deals than anyone else in these surrounding counties. It's going to be done quicker than any other church can get it done. It's going to happen for us. Hundredfold blessings. Hundredfold, yeah, come on. You see what changes? All that negativity be gone. I am blessed. We are fruitful. God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to pray specifically over that situation. Whatever you're up here, I want you to pray. You don't have to scream it, but I want you to start naming some things. Lord, I pray over our church, God, over this building project in the name of Jesus. Come on, I want you to see very specific things. Pray very specific things. Mountain, be cast into the sea right now in Jesus' name. Every negative voice that's tried to speak against the church or me or this building, God, we right now we bind it in the name of Jesus. God, let things fall into place. Give us our permits quicker than anyone else in the county. God, give us preferential treatment with every contractor, with every sub. God, we ask you right now to help us. God, I ask right now that there would be growth that happens in the church and the families. In Jesus' name. God, I speak to the barren womb right now. In the name of Jesus, new life, new life, new life, new life. 
New life, new life, new life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The name of Jesus. I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. Yeah. I can do all things through Jesus Christ. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. The power of the Holy Ghost is on you. Come on, just pray that for a moment. Some of you need to stop just acting like little sheep all the time. You, you have a lion in you. Come on, let him roar. Let it roar in the name of Jesus. He's not just the lamb. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. You need to start roaring. Don't be so timid. Stop being so shy. Come on, in the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are loved. You are powerful. You are blessed. You are loved. You are powerful. I want you to pray that over someone right now in the name of Jesus. You are blessed, you are loved, you are powerful. You are blessed, you are loved, you are powerful. God's hand is upon you. He loves you. You have the power of God working in you. Yeah, 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 come on. Let that out. Not just today, tomorrow. Come on. When you pray, mountains are moved. When you show up, devils have to flee. You are blessed. You are loved. You are powerful. Recognize the power. Oh, be bold. Be strong. Be confident. Be sure. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When somebody starts to talk negative junk to you this week, yeah, but there's still a stump. Oh, I've got it. Yeah, but there's still a stump. Just cut, just cut them off. 
That's your only uh, permission to be rude right there. That's it right there. I'm going to ask you to say what we just said. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. I want you to say that every day this week. At least once. At least once when you wake up, I want you to say that. In the name of Jesus, I am blessed. I am blessed because of the love of Jesus. I am powerful because of the spirit of Jesus Christ. I am blessed. I am loved. I am powerful. No negativity. Now, in a, in a kind way, correct each other this week. If we start talking negative or doubtful, if it's a negative thing, say, uh, I am blessed. I'm loved. I'm powerful. There's no fruit, but there's a stump. We might not be there yet, but we're on our way. Jesus' name. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel faith here right now. My word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just pray for a moment. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Lacey, Sister Debbie, y'all pray for Sister Liz right now. I want us to pray over Brother Trace and Sister Liz. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray the blessings of the Lord be released upon them, every area of their life. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. pray the blessings of the Lord be released upon their life. God, in every area of their life, God, touch Brother Trace and Sister Liz. Direct them and keep them. Bless them. Let your favor be upon them. Uh, let them walk in faith. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mom and dad, some of y'all, I want you to pray over Brother Nate and Sister Brittany right now. In the name of Jesus. You can sit down if you need to. I just feel, I'm telling you, we're just in something right now. Pray over Brother Nate and Sister Brittany. I pray the blessings of the Lord. I pray the hand of the Lord lead and guide and direct. In the name of Jesus, make them prosper. Make their path straight. Lord, let them prosper even as their souls prosper. In the name of Jesus, give them boldness to follow after your will. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, touch them, Lord. Lead them, Lord. You are blessed. You are loved. You are powerful. Yes, yes, yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Maya, pray for Sister Melena right there. Pray over Brother Christian and Sister Melena. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Touch Brother Christian and Sister Melena. This great, wonderful young couple. Oh, the enemy would love to distract you too. The enemy would love to pull you apart and keep you distracted. 
You have been brought to the kingdom and to this church for such a time as this. Come on. Let no man pull asunder. Let no man divide. Yes! Prosper them, bless them, help them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, it's bigger than you think it is. It's greater than you think it is. Sister Barbara, reach over and pray for Sister Hannah right now. Oh, you're more blessed than you think you are. Oh, 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 you're powerful. You're called. You're capable. You have a future. There's still a stump. There's still a stump. You have a future, an expected end, desirable outcome. The name of Jesus. Sita la 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 bashata yanda la 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 manda rossi ila la 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 manda rasala basha. Jesus name. Pray for Tracy. Pray for Sister Tracy right there by Brian, Brian and Tracy. In the name of Jesus. Sister Lacey, reach over. Pray with her in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, touch Sister Tracy right now. Such a strong voice. Many people listen to you, Sister Tracy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You have a powerful voice. Hallelujah. More are listening than you think. More hear you than you think. More will listen than you think. <laughs> oh, as a strong lioness, Lord, let her roar in her family. Oh, let her voice, let her prayers reach the throne room. God, let her protect her family in prayer. Let her be bold. Let her be strong. Hallelujah. Don't you be afraid to speak up. Don't you be afraid to pray out. Come on. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Touch him, Lord. Touch him, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now we pray over each of us right now, Lord, as we enter into this Christmas week, there will be opportunities to minister to dried up stumps. Family members, backsliders, friends, those that feel hopeless, that are struggling with suicide and depression. God, use the voices of those that are here to minister to those people right now, to speak a word. God, let us see people saved this week because of what we do. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done here today. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done here. Thank you, Lord, for how you've spoken to us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. I love you, Jesus. I speak your blessings in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We had such a great prayer meeting on Wednesday night. I can feel that just here right now. Thank you, Lord.